Rarely has mankind hesitated to eradicate the creatures that stand in the path of this contest. If we find ritual extirpation undesirable, it is from another Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, government agents, longtime listeners who were unwittingly subjugated to our long con of psychic suggestion over the span of CEO TPK, and anyone who might be listening. This is Close Encounters of the Podcast Kind. I'm your host, Tasker, and we have Nick. So goodbye, yellow brick road, <laughs> where the dogs of society hell. And see, what's funny is Nick singing sounds like a fun bit, but that's actually the trigger phrase that will activate the mind control that Cindy, if you've been listening to us for, for at least 10 episodes, it's, it's already too late, man. Yeah. Come on, guys. You should know better than to trust anything that we both say. And you've been doing it for two years. Yep, exactly. So whenever you hear that song or, you know, any string of those lyrics uh, coming together, um, let's just say you won't remember what happens next. And we are not responsible for where you end up. Well, I guess technically we're completely responsible because, you know, the whole mind control thing. They can't prove it. They can't. Most people think mind control is fake. They can't prove it, man. They'll never know. They'll never be able to tie it back to us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah. And any like medical document or legal document, the word mind control will get you laughed out of the courtroom. So good yeah. luck, suckers. Suckers. <laughs> and watch like the mind control is just getting them all to just like go and like empty their wallets on our coffee. <laughs> that wouldn't that be something <laughs> just uh to quote uh radiohead take the money and run yeah dude or steve Miller oh, oh Both of them. there you go it's almost like artists borrow from each other all the time or something bastards mm-hmm. so um we are pro- this will probably be our last episode in a while or something like that we're not really sure, but uh, we're going on hiatus. Uh, I mean, we still got an episode for you today. We're just going to, you know, something nice and chill and easy. But um, I know for any of you who've been longtime listeners and stuff, we've been kind of on rocky roads, This pa- not the ice cream, this past couple months. Um, you know, we're both back at work and it's just kind of things are just piling on and on and on. And it's kind of getting to the point where like, like the quality has been kind of down lately and like maybe our passion for the show has kind of dwindled over the years and stuff like that. Like I know last episode we were talking about cutting the uh, horoscope and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, just kind of stuff like that. So, and I fucking hate aliens now. Yeah. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) The big plot twist is like Nick is actually, this whole show has just been pulling teeth for Nick this whole time. (laughs) Hates the subject. Can't stand aliens. Never believed in it. This is some dumb shit. This for two years, you guys listened to the dumbest shit that I could come up with. All right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Some of it was pretty dumb, though. There was some there was some good ones. There was definitely like I, I think I brought it up for before when we did a Jesus Christ was an alien and how uh, it was. It's all cut from the full episode, but how a lot of those bits, we actually had to take multiple takes because you kept laughing. Through. <laughs> well, it's because I made that shit up. It's, it, you, it's like. Well, some of it, some of it. Okay, yeah. here's a little behind the scenes, a wizard behind the curtains shit. Um, sometimes I would make things up if I couldn't find enough information on it because <laughs> I could make something up that sounds just as plausible as the information that's already out there on it, which is yeah. not very. So, you know, well, it's, um, it's it almost like, yeah, well, it's like, it's almost like the reason it sounded legitimate is because it's almost like most of it is made up or something. Yeah. And see, now I can agree with you because guess what, guys? Nick's out of character for this episode because it's our send off. And I'm, yeah. I'm sorry if any of you out there actually believed 
everything that I said and the fact that I believe that I thought every, uh, everything I said. I apologize, but I just, you know, I was trained at um, in, in a classical acting by Pat, Sir Patrick Stewart. And, yeah. you know, boom, there it is. I dropped the bomb on you. There it is. I don't believe in it. Three quarters of the shit that we talked about on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> yep. And we're just not going to mention the lawyer and police officer behind you who's nodding as you say yeah. all this. <laughs> yeah. The FBI agent with a gun to my head right now. Yep. <laughs> Aliens are not real. Like, <laughs> oh, man. How, how was it when like you had uh, – did you ever have a time where like you made something up and I called you out on it and you had to argue it? And was that like really, really tough? Multiple times um, <laughs> when we did the USO episode, which I thought was fun. You know, it's a, it's an a interesting episode, concept. Yeah. Um, at the end, when I was talking about where, what they're doing under the ocean. Yeah. I had to make up two of them. And I think the last one I made up was the uh, shit. I don't remember. I, I don't remember, <laughs> but it was a while ago, but like, yeah, I made it up and we were arguing. We had to argue that episode. Yeah. You know? So sometimes you have to, it, dude, you really work on your improv chops when you're fucking being grilled on something you just made up because you don't have anything to, you don't have any sources, you know, you don't have any, you don't have anything to like, oh, refer back to. You have to just come up with it real quick and be like, or just, or just like, if you can't come up with anything, then just gaslight you. That's what I would do yeah. as well as I'd make you seem like you're crazy. <laughs> Which you, you did a really good job. It all fooled me. I mean, and that's the best part of the, and I think that's what, uh, what worked really well with, uh, you know, those kind of arguments is I didn't know what you were making up and what you weren't. I just assumed you believed all of it and just called it out <laughs> as is because it is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like the ongoing saga with my dad, who's now delving in all that stuff. I'm like, great. Even after the show, I still have to fucking deal with the goddamn podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I feel like the KFAB was slipping a little bit when you started bringing up your dad, because I couldn't help myself from like ridiculing him, even though it's like <laughs> the same type of shit that I've been saying I believe in on the show though for like two years, you know? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and definitely towards like, you know, as life goes on and stuff. And like, you know, we do the show as like a hobby. Like we don't like make money off of it you know and we're and we're always happy to have like our small following and stuff and like all y'all on the discord like you guys have been super cool and like um sorry for uh what is it didn't we recently get like a a, a boost and then now it's like hey thanks for the five bucks later yeah i feel kind of bad about that and i hope they understand i i don't know their real name i know yeah. them because they always change they change their names um, and it's always Kate McKinnon characters um, in as their profile picture. That's how I know who this person is. They've been with us for a long time on Discord. Um, really appreciate you know who you are. We really appreciate everything that you've done for us. Um, just the interactions, oh, yeah. the memes, the nitro boost, which I'm still not sure what it is, but I know it's good. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Um, and you know, this isn't goodbye forever. We are going to come back in some way, shape, or form, whether it's this podcast. But now that I just said everything's made up, I don't know. Like, if we're going to do that, I just kind of fucked that up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I took the whole shtick and just kind of blew the lid off. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, we we want to come back eventually when time permits and when our lives permit, uh, you know, something like we were even talking about it. Last last episode, we were joking about maybe making a sex positive type <laughs> podcast. And I mean, honestly, you guys know we love talking about sex. That wasn't a bit. So maybe, you know, we could talk yeah. about sex on a podcast if you guys like hearing about it. 
it seems to be the angle that works well for us. And it's, it came frighteningly natural to us. And I mean, like look at every single kickback episode, half the time we're talking about just like, um, you know, criminal levels of sexuality and in, in, mostly unprovoked too i think that's really was the uh the, the light bulb moment there but like we said it's all just kind of talk right now it's all just kind of like up in the air we're all still kind of like we kind of want to get our get our shit together first and figure things out and you know restabilize and re-get things going but like like the discord like we'll definitely keep the discord open like we're not going to shut that down so it's like you know and if any announcements and stuff like we'll definitely put there we'll like update everything and like you know let everybody know we have a little bit of housekeeping to take care of and stuff for like uh, all y'all. It's been like it's been a really fun run. This has been it's been a great thing for Nick and I uh, over the past couple of years. Um, we're definitely one of those. Uh, the Right as COVID started, we, we were one of those podcasters in the big podcast boom of COVID-19 when everybody bought like microphones. Like you remember when that shit was like sold out on Amazon whenever we needed something we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no, we were definitely one of those people, but we did it for two years. I feel like we did it longer than most people did, which is cool. We can say we're yeah. better than them objectively. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just better people, you know, we're just, we're just better. I'm way. a saint. I'm almost yeah. a saint, really. <laughs> I'm basically like, you know, we we've talked about this before, making our own church. Uh, the original call with the original idea was uh, the Church of Harambe. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody beat us to it because we didn't jump on it. Yeah, what we should have done is made a uh, a cryptocurrency like um like Rombe coin or something, which has probably yeah. already been done too. I mean, Cum shit, coin. the NFT come coin. There we go. It'd been great. See, look, we're already right back onto onto sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, I just remember, like, you know, it's crazy the progress too. Like we, you know, we first started recording on a uh, a, a shared Blue Yeti mic on a um, a bass amp. And, um, yeah, it sounded like shit. Yeah. And if you, so if you go back to like episodes one through five or four, you'll know exactly what it sounded like. Right. Totally. And like, that was, yeah, and we had to, and that is with some like real major, like audio overhaul. And even then, like, I was still kind of learning what I was doing and figuring things out. Like I barely know how FL studio works. I was just like, uh, just let's move this thing around. And like a lot of it didn't work, but then we got, uh, the, the nice setup. And then you uh, moved out of state. So then we had to, we started with uh, Skype, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And that sounded also terrible. Skype, um, Discord. Yeah. And then finally, Zencaster is the right. one that we've been using. And Zencaster's been great. And it's been free because they realize everybody needs this program with, uh, you know, lockdown and all that stuff. Unfortunately, they haven't charged us a dime. So that's been that's been real sweet. I'm just glad we we only have two hosts for the podcast. Otherwise, I think we would have need, needed to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think two two people were, is free. Um, so, yeah, the Zencaster has been really dope. We can see each other, you know, on the on the webcam. And yeah, man. That's uh, it's been it's been a wild fucking ride. You know what I mean? Totally. Oh, yeah. I remember when uh, every no longer the case, but remember every single uh, weekend uh, before uh, my girlfriend moved closer to me, I had to drive out. I was gone every single weekend and every Sunday I had to fly back across the freeway and do like an hour and a half drive and then sit down with my my Starbucks that I like my cold white chocolate mocha or whatever I got and just strap right in and get to recording and that was that was every week for a really long time yeah man i remember that shit yeah 
Yeah, and I feel like you guys have seen us kind of like see our, our like arcs and stuff like that. You know, me being just unemployed and bitter and then being employed and then being unemployed and then just kind of just just giving myself into the void and letting that nihilism kick in. Yeah. I mean, we never really talked too much about our personal lives, but when we did, you guys, you know, that was true most of the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you saw a little glimpse into yeah. us and you and I feel like we grew a lot since we started this podcast. A lot of changes have happened both internally and externally and you know, sometimes you just got to fucking take a step back, deal with real life stuff. Um yeah. and also reevaluate what we want to do in the future. You know, because this podcast might not be the one for us when we're done with hiatus. Yeah, who knows? So that's why we're saying, like, you know, we'll keep you guys posted. We're keeping, like, our Discord up. We're keeping up. So for all you who have been boosting our Discord, thank you so much. But, like, don't. We're going to feel bad, like, because we're not making active episodes. It just makes I feel guilty of, like, if you, I mean, like, it's your money. You do what you want. But, like, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to. In fact, it'll probably make me feel bad. Because it's like, ah, oh, come on, like I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're just new episodes aren't going to be coming out for like a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. So but don't hey, do it. Yeah, man, save your money. Use it to buy um, like a donut or a couple of them, actually, because they're quite cheap. Yeah, or a pack of cigarettes, whatever, man. Yeah, or a single gallon of gas because <laughs> I heard it about is- <laughs> California's getting fucked in the butt, isn't it? I heard something, dude. I so I don't really have have to really leave my house much at all so i barely use my car and so i went to go you know my like monthly tank fill up because i never use it and then it was like four like 80 something like it was pushing five bucks like it was the last time i saw five dollars a gallon for gas was um on the exit like the uh the city limit of vegas where they just scam you because they know that you have like three like three hours of um death valley up ahead so you got you have to get gas there so they jack it up and we're, we're nearing like scam levels it's ridiculous i read something that's and i forgot exactly where in california so i i can't say it off the top of my head but somewhere in california gas prices are starting to reach almost seven dollars they're getting to the high hell. sixes what about your uh, your homeland Hawaii? Do you think uh, they're they're getting hit even uh, worse? Hawaii, huh? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's bad over there too. I mean, in general, Hawaii is bad because everything is imported. Um, right, it has to be. On top of the growing general gas prices, I can't imagine what it is. Yeah, let's see. Uh, it says current average is four thirty nine, hmm. uh, which is not as bad. What about? See gas prices in California. Keep in mind that's an average. So, oh, it's actually more expensive in California than Hawaii. It's almost like there's like some kind of scheme going on. Oh, looks like my people are they're they're in the cahoots with the Muslims, huh? <laughs> I guess I guess you could say something like <laughs> I don't that. Know. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's wild though. Because yeah, regular gas in California, it's four sixty three a gallon. It's like. And that's average. So there's places that are like way higher and some places that are a little bit lower. Brutal, man. It's that's it's rough. nuts. Yeah. But, you know, true to form, though, you know, make you feel better is uh, will make me feel better because I'm the one who has to pay these prices. Uh, how about an Elvis fact? Oh, please. Let me let me hear an Elvis fact. 
Did you know that Elvis never performed outside of North America? Despite being a global music sensation, Elvis never performed live outside of North America with all of his gigs coming in the U.S. and only a few in Canada in 1957. Why? Does it say why? Was he, is he racist? I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> only plays in North America. Refuses to elaborate. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> and you know what? Actually, since we're, you know... Being all sentimental, uh, let's. What if we did? Let's do another Elvis fact. Okay. Did you know that Elvis was bullied growing up? Um, when he uh, he got rotten fruit thrown at him, and they would cut his guitar strings. <laughs> nerd. Damn, got the shit kicked out of him. I'm sure. What a nerd. That's wild. He also reportedly was a big fan of karate, so that makes sense. Most bullied kids are, I think. They, they feel powerless and then all of a sudden they're like you know what no no not anymore yep time to time to you know fight back and elvis actually had a black belt in by 1960 God. and what does it say uh the fighting style as cheeto ryu couldn't tell you yeah well let's look it up it's uh c-h-i-t-o ryu r-y-u um it's a style of karate by Dr. Siyoshi Chitosi. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, the rhyme was, that was funny. Um, <clears throat> no offense or anything, but I don't believe in martial art forms that are created by doctors. <laughs> Is that so? Yeah. Is it just like, like, how come? Because they're a bunch of nerds. <laughs> How could a nerd be a good fighter? Is your is your point? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm just fucking. <laughs> I'm I'm just grasping at straws here. That's fair. Uh, Chiyo Ryu is generally classified as a Japanese style. Um, even though the guy is, I think he's Chinese, but he made it well in Japan. However, some modern practitioners feel it better characterized as an Okinawan style, given its root and techniques firmly grounded and derived from traditional Okinawan tode. Um, she first rank in Juden in 1958, and then the rank of Hanshi in 1968. Um, I don't understand what any of this means. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I guess Elvis was a good fighter. I guess that's really the uh, the big takeaway. Um, also, big news. Uh, how do you what's your thoughts on um, Russia and the uh, possible impending invasion of Ukraine? I think Putin, I was looking into it a little bit and here's what, here's what I'm gathering. Okay. And of course I'm going to put like, try and put like a, like a goofy spin on it. So don't take everything I say coming up about this delicate subject to be my actual opinion. All right. right. I think Putin needs to get beat up. All right. I think he, he reminds me of the type of person who's never like lost a fight before or never got into a fight before, like, and doesn't know what it's like to get his ass whooped, you know? Like, do you know Mm -hmm. people like that who don't have like general respect for others and like, um, they're just kind of dickheads because they've never been put in their place? Well, I don't know. Cause he's a ex KGB. I'm pretty sure he's gotten put into his place probably a lot of times. I don't know, man. I think that he, I think he maybe sucks some guys off to like not get beat up in KGB <laughs> or something. And I'm willing to say that because I'm sick and tired of hearing about Russia beating their chest and, and taking over Ukraine because they think that historically it's their right. I'm like, look, man, the key word there is historically. We're, we're yeah. 2022. We got bigger titties to lick than you and your fucking fight for territory that nobody gives a shit about except for you. Everybody in Russia is like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody in Ukraine's obviously like, what are you doing? Everybody around the world's like, dude, what are you doing? So it's right. like 
Putin, come on, homie, like stop rigging elections, you know, stop moving towards a dictatorship and let's just fucking um, let's chill, man. We don't need to do this. Like we have so many problems going on in the world right now. The last thing we need is World War Three. All right. We always joke about World War Three. And now guess what? It might happen. And uh, guess what? A lot of people have nukes these days. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy the Fallout series. You might be living it soon. (laughs) Well, nuts. It's funny is actually this morning I woke up from um, I've had this weird like feeling of impending doom all day today because I had a dream that I was at like the L.A. Harbor or something like that for some reason, like leaving on a boat. And just uh, it's a plane came down, dropped a bomb and it basically like in the it, it like it went off, but it wasn't like super big. But like it was like in the dream, basically, it was like it was supposed to be a nuke, but something got fucked up and like we ended up getting lucky. And like it was, it was but you know, when you have a dream of almost getting nuked, there's a weird sense of foreboding that comes with that when you wake up. So I think that's interesting, you know, with everything going on. Yeah. Are you worried about it? Are you worried uh, about what's going on? Is that maybe why? I mean, now I am, but uh, beforehand, not really. Uh, I think with where I live, I think I would be pretty safe from like if there was any like. I mean, obviously, if there's going to be a tactical nuke, there's it's they're going to hit like you know clear areas of high commerce. You know, they're gonna they're gonna do something that's really going to do damage. So I think I'll be okay. But like, dude, the fallout of that, literally and figuratively, oh, it would just be awful. And yeah, I really hope that does not happen because. Um, it's uh like you said we, <laughs> that's that's how fallout happened. Yeah. So I look, I was joking about the sucking off thing cuz I don't want <laughs> to be killed by the KGB, so maybe if you don't hear any of this it got cut. Maybe Tasha yeah. will cut that for my sake. Um <laughs> but I think we just need to take a step back and figure out our priorities as a people because mm. I'm t- I'm tired of like I'm tired of old Ancient, oh, not ancient, but you know what I mean. Old agendas that don't need any, they don't need to be paid any attention to now. And it's yeah. like everybody in Ukraine is living happy, like, well, you know, as happy as <laughs> they can be in Eastern Europe. And like, um, you know, they have their own lives set up. And like, are you really just going to like keep beating your chest and scare all these people half to death? Like there yeah. was like a, like a Reddit thread the other day. Uh, some dude on Ask Reddit was like, how do you prepare prepare your house for war because he lives in the Ukraine and he's like, you know, like he's fucking frightened and, you know, Russia's you know, got his head shoved up his ass. So he doesn't, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know what to do. And I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's freaky. It's weird. And uh, I think we're all tired of having uh, old people running everything like uh, since when have they proven that they can have better decision making than anybody else? Like, yeah. There, it's ridiculous and like i mean shit like biden's doing a shitty job like there's like this whole uh, i remember seeing a post about it where it's like you know in america the big problem isn't left versus right it's powerful versus the powerless and how the powerful democrat or republican are more or less doing just saying all this stuff to you know because the, the left versus right thing is an extremely sellable thing it's like it's like different it's like competing teams basically but the real thing is Neither of them are going to do anything to fix the the power difference and the fact that there's only like a thousand people in the entire who control this entire nation. 
And while the rest of us are just getting like, you know, fisted with a cattle prod, just and there's no hope for a livable future. And it just gets worse and worse and worse every year. And people are like, where's the money? How come I can't get paid more? And they're like, oh, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. It's Yeah, it's just all in the pockets of these 1,000 people who will just keep pushing the problem to the side because they want to stay in power. And that's how they've done it. And they don't want people to unite over it. And they have a fantastic way to people fighting and that's why nothing's ever gonna get better until that fixes no because every every single every single aspect of our country is a business it is if you make money on it then boom you're doing well and that includes healthcare that includes politics and that also includes um the media now uh, what is it? Twenty twenty two. Even twenty years ago, the left versus right thing wasn't a huge yeah. deal. Like, if I was a Republican and if Tasker was a Democrat in like two thousand, we could respect each other's uh, we fucking opinions. We could, right. you know, we could talk about our differences and not go ree ree about like fucking <laughs> Trump and shit. You know what I mean? And like, but nowadays. Thanks to the media pushing this, you know, we have MSNBC versus like Fox and we have like all this stuff that that pushes the left versus right agenda and creates this like divide in this black and white absolute of if you aren't what I am, then you are a racist pig. And if you yeah. and then on the other side, it's like if you aren't what I am, then you're uh, you're like a lazy millennial Democrat. You know, what I mean, it's like there's oh, no yeah. it, it's like it's horrible and we need to learn how to like talk about our differences again to come to one conclusion together to solve problems instead of we're not going to get shit done if we keep just like reading at each other and like mm. like throwing our feces like monkeys you know what i mean yeah well and that's a really good point and i think especially also just looking at um just after like you know with transfer of power like the level of disrespect that that versus you know back then like you know when people won the elections it was a very dignified process that was always like you know you would always respectfully concede you would always like you know and that shit's out the window (laughs) like we haven't seen that in forever i mean you know trump definitely is to blame for it but like you know what does that say for the future of things like what does that mean like what's biden gonna do if he doesn't get reelected? because trump even though he's a complete idiot and an asshole we can't deny that what he did um worked it worked incredibly well and he got away with everything and made a shit ton of money and did exactly what he set out to do. Yes. Was he an idiot? Of course. Did he make our nation like a laughing stock? Absolutely. Did he put more power into the powerful? Totally. But, and he, is he, in, do, did he do it while being stupid? hundred percent. So, you know, it's one of those things like, is it, so is it stupid if it works, you know? That's a good. That's a good philosophical question to think about. That's interesting. And also, the memes were were fucking spicy for his presidency, and I miss that. Those were some good days for memes. They were pretty funny. I, I will say there was some pretty funny shit. It also made for really easy conversation starters. But like, yeah, it's hard to say. You know, we're in a very very bizarre time in American history where, you know, they've been dr- slowly draining us of the people of their power and you know right to live. And now it's kind of coming to a head, you know, the pipe, you got to pay the piper at some point. There's going to be a moment where people are just going to stop, like, you know, they're going to have enough. But that's why the the powerful, what they're trying to do is redirecting that hatred towards each other. So if something breaks out, we'll just all kill each other while they just kind of watch. And then 
once you know we pick up the pieces, it was just right back to the status quo. Yep. Yeah, it's a goddamn shame, man. Because uh, I, <laughs> I saw this. I saw this uh, picture yesterday and it was like the future that we should have had and it was like a solar punk type future with like retro futuristic glass buildings and 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 beautiful greenness everywhere and like flying cars and shit and then on the bottom it's like the one that we got it it's just like cyberpunk and it's just like (laughs) great you know we're all fucked yeah yeah so it's like that that that's what it reminds me of and it's like we can't change it because we're i think we're so far gone people put too much trust in the media People to put yeah. too much trust in, oh, I only watch MSNBC or I only watch Fox. And then if they talk shit about the other side, I'm going to agree with everything they say. And I'm going to I'm going to start getting mad at the other side, too. There's right. no changes going to be made. Families have been torn apart because of this shit the last few years. Yeah. Um, and it's just like that's why I don't talk about politics with my family and friends anymore is because I have my own opinions, but not I don't care enough to share them because I know that most people I talk to will no matter what side I'm on, somebody's going to be mad and somebody's going to make a big deal out of it. And it's just like, you can't be open anymore. You can't talk about that stuff anymore without people breathing down your neck and, and calling you uh, names, you know? Well, yeah. Well, it's because the discussion has gotten so volatile and the fact that like um, your political beliefs now are just like more or less, they call it a reflection of your, your value as a person. And now people are like, Oh, you're a Republican. Oh, so you obviously are anti-vax. Don't like science. You're a bumbling, like, you know, Midwest hick who doesn't know anything. He's just drunk all the time and just wants to yell at people. And if, if, as if you're not straight, then you deserve to go to prison or whatever. But also if you're a Democrat, then, Oh, you're a baby killing, like, hate life you want communism to happen and you just want this nation to burn even though ironically a, a lot of conservative beliefs tend to line up more with communism than you know liberal beliefs but you know there's there's the demonization there's the whole it would like what we did during world war ii of like all the caricatures we made of our enemies in war because we wanted to demonize them because that made it easier for our soldiers to want to kill them because we wanted to win and it's just man, we've really fallen far. Like, and I mean, now there's just such a big pro Nazi movement in America. Like the fact that we're starting to see those flags flying again and stuff like that. It's like, it's really, it's, it's some major yikes, yikes shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, you know? And, and that's not helping. Like when you see people who are like bringing up neo-Nazism and stuff again, and it's like, that's not helping the right. I know plenty nah. of people on the right who are good people who just have different beliefs than me. They're not totally. racist. They're not Hicks. They're not, which, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with being a Hick. I know people live in the <laughs> South or the Hills or whatever. I don't give a fuck. All right. Like it's fine. But you know what I mean? They're not like degenerates. They're not, totally. you know, they're, they have their beliefs. It, it's like, it, it, and the problem is we're looking at other sides as a side, not as yeah. individuals with individual values and ethics. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's frustrating, man, because like I'm torn. I, I have things down the middle. Like I, yeah. I have some beliefs that are considered liberal and I have some beliefs that are considered conservative, but I'm not a, I'm, I don't kill babies, you know, <laughs> and I don't like, I don't, I'm not racist. You know what I mean? So like, where do I fall? In their eyes. Yeah. You know? That's why I don't talk about it because like they're like, pick a side. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. 
And I think that's a really good point is there's it's it's almost like it's a spectrum that you don't have to believe you don't have to pick a side. You can have a little bit of both. And I think there's a lot more people that are like that than I think a lot of people think. But it's just, you know, nobody wants to bring it up because if you're not one of those, like you might get your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By extremists who think they're doing the right thing. And it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen and all the uh, comparisons to like the fall of Rome and stuff like that. And like, and I guess another thing too, is like, maybe I'm worried about uh world war three because not because of, you know, well, I mean, obviously the death toll and all that stuff, but like, what if we lose? <laughs> yeah. We've never <laughs> lost a world war before. So like, I'm trying to think about if we do lose, I've always wanted to learn how to speak Russian. So if we lose, I'm going to be forced to speak <laughs> Russian. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be an odd takeover. Well, I don't know. Like when Germany lost the war, we didn't take over, and they eventually. But also true. Too, but we're was... not a no offense to like no offense to old <laughs> Germany, but we're not a bunch of fucking animals. All right. Yeah. So like, if Russia wins World War Three, I have a feeling that they're not going to just be like, oh, hey, all right, we won. You know, yep. we told you they're going to be like, take over America. You know, like yeah. I could smell it. I could smell it in Putin's grubby little hands, dude. <laughs> yeah. And we'd be first to go. We're like site numero uno. Like if they take us down and what a like, oh, man, the fall of America would be the most like historically significant failure, I think, in just because that's what they call America, the great experiment. And the idea is that. We're going to figure it out because we always have because we're fucking America. But like, yeah, but yeah, man. But like, holy shit, that, that was just a prospect that scared me where I'm just like, you know, what if they beat us? Because and not because I think we're weak, but it's because we're so fucking fractured and like we're so broken as a nation where literally our entire reason for anything is just to keep making rich fat cat assholes who don't deserve it more comfy and more rich like you know i feel like that that does a lot on the morale and it's like you know we do have the biggest like military budget like on the planet which is on purpose because also too these rich people know that if we lose the war they're not going to be rich anymore so they're going to do anything they can to keep us in power so there's also that too of like yeah there's also that greed might be what keeps us keeps us alive but i don't know it's it's scary stuff to think about it's frightening, man. It's very frightening because like this is – well, f- there's two things. One is there's a lot more attention this time around on Russia tiptoeing around Ukraine. But also yeah. this is the longest and the closest it's gotten in a long time. And um, Oof, yeah. so it's very frightening to wake up and I'm – because like I, I personally like news outlets outside of America because yeah. I feel like even though it's still a, it's still a major media corporation – it's at least somewhat ob- um, objective to our stuff. So I personally look at BBC for most of my news, okay? Yeah. I expect to wake up some some days, especially lately, with an announcement on my phone, breaking news, Russia invades Ukraine. Like I, I, wake, like, I wake up sometimes a little afraid of that and um, what that yeah. means for us, you know? True. That's a good point because who knows? And it might not even happen, which is, you know, what we're kind of hoping for. But like, yeah, like, what does that mean? Like, it's just so like shit. Like, I'm just glad I'm above the age. Uh, I believe we're both above the drafting age, so we don't ever have to go to war. Good point. When What is the cutoff? 26? 
I believe so. Let me double check that. Uh, I believe it's the Selective Service Act. Was that not like the fucking scariest thing when you're 18 and you get your Selective Service letter <laughs> <Yeah>. in? <laughs> and you had to car- I had to carry that thing around in my wallet where it said I was like 18 and eligible for being yep. drafted. And now, Daniel, fucking CCR mm. starts playing and it's like, it ain't me. It's like flashbacks of Nom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, selective service system. It's your look, they have like a whole web page for it. Selective service system. It's your country. Take one minute to protect it. When you register with the Selective Service Act, you're helping ensure a secure future for your community in the United States of America. They leave out the part that you're required by law to do it. Yeah. If you if you're a if you're a man in America and you don't register for selective service, that's illegal. They'll come for you. And I think you can do uh prison time for it. Sexist dog. Yeah, horrible. Uh, if you are 26 and older, it's too late to register. If you fail to register by 26 and are seeking benefits associated with selective service registration, click the link. to. Do we get benefits from this? I haven't received any benefits. Yeah, uh, looks like um, uh, state-funded student financial aid. What the fuck? I, so we, oh, wait, hold on. Is that, is that just FAFSA? Let me see. California. I swear to fucking God, if we like state funded financial. Oh, okay. I get it. So yeah, like FAFSA and like all those things, uh, basically if you're not registered, um, that might affect your eligibility. Oh, Um, is that not a benefit? That's, that's a fucking punishment. Um, Federal. So basically you can't get any federal jobs and you will not be um, eligible for any, any federal state or state funded, financial aid uh you will just be ineligible so wow they really dress that up be like it's a benefit it's like nah dude that's a fucking they make the eligible they make the benefits punishments basically so okay so let's rewind for a second so it said that you're the it said the cutoff for registration is 26 right right but does that mean we still can get drafted after 26 um up to a certain age I don't believe so. So basically, uh, let me see. Uh, first of all, I also wanted to read out while I still have this page up. Um, if uh, th- This paragraph is from the website. If required to register with selective service, failure to register is a felony punishable by a fine of up to $250,000 or five years imprisonment. Also, a person who knowingly counsels, aids, or abets another to fail to comply with registration requirement is subject to the same penalties. So uh, yeah, if you're in America, register. Just do it because I don't want to be responsible for you not going. And if you try to blame me, I'm just going to play them this clip in the episode. Yeah. Just do it because I mean, realistically there's no benefits, but they're making you do it. Just do it. All right. Yep. Exactly. So see 26 or older. If you fail to register immigrants, parents, veterans, um, frequently asked questions. Uh, also too, if you come to America and apply for citizenship, if you're under 26, um, in order to get your citizenship, you have to register for selective service. Uh, why aren't women required to register the military selective service act as it is written only authorizes the registration of male persons in order for the selective service to be authorized to register women. Congress would have to pass legislation amending the current law. Um, so that's why. So oh, let me get this. Hold on. Okay, this might be a hot take. All right, but let's oh, no. let, let me let me bring something up real quick. So, um, so women get mad about certain things for equality, <laughs> but when it comes to like being drafted to sacrifice your life for your country, they're like, 
you know, and that's a big point a lot of people bring up too, where it's like, you know, it's the whole argument of equal rights, equal fights, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, yeah. um, here's, a, here's a question. Do you think that people like this think that it's sexist that it's it's women and children first off of sinking ships or do you think that that's like um that they're like also eh, like that sounds like a good deal like well you know something i think that is kind of pushed to the side it's something where they're just you know i i i can tell you there will be some people that are like um they're like if if they okay say there was legislation that was passed where women are now required to sign up for the selective service act there will be some that will be like good i think that's a fair thing to do and that's yes. you know that's equality but i have a feeling a majority of them will be like fuck this shit like are you yeah. kidding me <laughs> my my gripe is with toxic feminism i'm yeah all for equality i am all for feminists who believe in actual equality for women and i 100% are behind you but i i think it is not a, it is not a double-edged sword. It's either you get equality for everything or you don't have equality. And I think that this definitely counts as one of those times because like I shouldn't have to do it <laughs> if you don't have to do it. That's not that's not equal, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's oh yeah. That's a big conversation of like, you know, how equal is equal? Like what is the, you know, where is the point where we do have to be like, hey, like is this more of a thing for men or is this something that we need if we really want that true, like equal playing ground, you know, where are we willing to compromise with that basically? And that's a, uh, I don't, and the answer is, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird question. I didn't mean to come off as like, a, like against it against women. I'm against, you know, like I said, toxic feminism. So that's what I just, I wanted to bring up that point, just point out how funky that sounded and then we can move on. Yeah. Uh, and also too, to answer your question uh, 26 is the cutoff from being drafted. So, once you're 26, you are exempt. So once you hit 26, you're done. So if you're 25, you could still get drafted unless you have some kind of like medical something that would like make you um, ineligible. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's how it works, huh? Damn. Well, I wonder. I wonder since like a lo- like since some of like at the very cusp, like 18, 19 year olds right now, mm-hmm. like if World War Three broke out tomorrow and we started drafting people. 18, 19 year olds like Gen Z's. I wonder if their medical exemptions could be psychosis for like furries and like, um, <laughs> you know, like whatever fucking, you know, whatever Gen Z's are into. Cause I'm trying to imagine a world where, never mind. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to sound like a boomer. And cause I'm not a boomer, but the problem is like you, you get called one if you start ta- making fun of Gen Z, but everybody can make fun of millennials. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, final impression you're leaving on everyone on our hiatus episode. Huh? Whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. It's like, it's like, I'm just, I'm just nothing joshing. to lose. I nothing got nothing to lose. to lose, man. No, I'm just fucking around. Um, anybody who's drafted, if World War Three starts out, props to you, man. Good luck out there. Yeah. Fucking good luck, dude. Because um, you know what? Even though I can't get drafted, if it's bad enough, your boy will go over there. I'll give a goddamn. <laughs> I'll sign up. Yeah, happily. I'm sure, you know, get some aggression out. Get some aggression out, get paid a little bit, um, shoot some stuff, you know, emphasis on a little bit. And then when you come back home, get completely abandoned by your country. Yeah, man. Hey, dude, it's America, the greatest country on earth, dude. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's all man. It's almost like we've been getting scammed for like the longest time or something. But (laughs) yeah, let's uh, I'm hoping for the best of that. None of y'all have to see a day of war because that shit is uh, the worst ever. And uh, I hear it's not recommended, but. 
Yeah, I'm looking more into this. According to law, man must register with Selective Service within 30 days of his 18th birthday, accepts late registrations up until his 26th birthday. So technically, if you don't register when you're 18, you still can register late. But um, if you put it off, like you said, it's like, you know, you can get denied uh, financial aid. You can get denied uh, FAFSA. You could get denied like a couple things um, you could get. Wow. And if you're a um, trying to be a citizen or like you're an immigrant, they can just delay your shit, basically, just like I said, up to five years. So they're just so. strong arming you into sacrificing your life. Yep. Greatest country on the planet, huh? Yeah, dude. I love, you know what else I love about our country is the fact that when I go to get health care, um, I pay arbitrary amounts of money for services that are, like I said, completely arbitrary numbers. I found mm-hmm. out that um, most medical services, the hospitals get to make up how much they pay for it. Yep. Um, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. And that's kind of scary to me. Yeah. And also everything's negotiable. Like um, I think my mom had a situation where uh, she talked it down and only had to pay like less than half price because <laughs> oh my god they inflated there there was a big meeting forever ago where a bunch of like medical professionals and ceos agreed on purposefully overcharging everyone saying the prices are negotiable but not telling you know people that they are so that way there's some people because most people just be like fuck like i guess i'm just gonna have to take out a loan or like whatever where you can talk it down. You just have to be assertive and just be like, fuck that. I'm not paying that. That's ridiculous. And like, and even then you're still getting like reamed. Cause even if you talk them down to half price, you're still paying 200 times the amount of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Um, I, you know, this is, it's, it's, it's always good to point out issues in your country, but yep. I don't do it often because like we have our data and that's why nothing changes because we all have our day-to-day shit to worry about. And yeah. unfortunately a lot of that day-to-day shit that we worry about is the, is the outcome, the fallout of the the major problems. But we're so focused on our own problems that we don't come together and think about the, the what's causing it. Um, mm-hmm. Like think about how much, how many people in this country are in ridiculous amounts of medical debt for no reason. You know, and all the problems it's causing them. So they're worried about their day-to-day financial status because of something that's fundamentally and structurally wrong with the country. And so that's why I I try not to think about it too much because I got my own shit going on. But most of my own shit is because things are just arbitrarily expensive for no reason. Totally. Like, yeah, our whole quality of life is just so just like – it just sucks when they consider us as arbitrary as the prices. Like they just, they don't give a shit to us. We're just another walking money bag, you know, that they can pull from. And as long as like, you know, they have a system that keeps them in power, they don't care what it takes or how many people have to die for it because they'll just, you know, power is a crazy thing. Power and, you know, I mean, shit, have you ever been like at working at a job? You find, you get a promotion to management and your 15 breaks turn into 30 minute breaks. Yes. Yeah. Weird how that happens, huh? Power. And I mean, it's pretty like, you know, at that level, it's inconsequential. But, you know, now take that a hundredfold of now you're in charge of a a million employees and stuff like that. And, you know, and you just don't give a shit because you're just like, dude, I run this. Like, what are they going to do? And it's like it's one of those some people might say like, oh, I would do a better job. It's like, dude, just as much just like how we're not immune to propaganda. Like, dude, power is it's an infectious thing. And um, that's why the best leaders are the ones who 
can utilize that and still use like you still have the greed and still have the like you know the spoils of it but also using it in a way that improves his nation all the same you know back the way like you know they used to be back the old like teddy um uh or was it theodore roosevelt with the the one who like brought the horse and was like a total badass and like fixed our country yeah we don't we don't get them like we used to you know yeah um now we, yeah. Now we have either presidents who either uh, sit in the sit in their uh, rec room drinking literally dozens of diet cokes a day, or <laughs> we have a president who has may have. I don't want to. I'm not fucking trying to be slanders here, but they are. There's evidence for neurological issues, um, and uh, it's just a good time, man. It's just like it's never been better to be an American, yeah. and um, you know, but. I'm going to focus on my shit and I'm going to do the best job I can do at my job and at school. And I'm going to mm-hmm. be the best person I can be in, in a world surrounded by fire. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. And sometimes it's the best you can do. And also I think we should start electing people under the age of 60. Yeah. Who would have, th- who, <laughs> what a crazy idea. Let's not have geriatric assholes running our country. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe somebody with a little more insight into what the youth and what the future generations of America need. Not the, yeah. what, not the, the best interest of all the fucking retired millionaires. You know what I yep. mean? It's like, that's ridiculous to think that they have any insight into what the nation needs right now because we're yeah. changing, dude. We are changing. Where we're tired of old people telling us how to live our lives when they're stuck in like the civil rights era. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we're past that. Like now we're trying to make fundamental changes. Now, you know, sure, we have black people at school now and then we have drinking fountains that everybody can use. But what about structural racism? Like, mm-hmm. what about that stuff that you guys don't care about? You're like, oh, civil rights are over. We did our job. It ain't over yet, yeah. buddy. We got shit to do. You know, they don't give a fuck. Nope. And how the police force is literally just a way to keep our for-profit prison systems full so they can keep making profit. And it's there's what a good way to send our podcast off a scathing yeah. critique on our on our country. Let's let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. We've been on it long <laughs> enough. People know where we stand. We're not happy as Americans, but we are still hopeful. That's the that's the that's what I'm coming down to is we're not happy, but let's work together to find a better solution to everything. That's what I think. Anyway. Right. We're doing our best to stay optimistic, doing our best to, you know, like you said, just keep it together, stay hopeful and, you know, support each other. Exactly. It's some weird times right now. We got some possibly frightening stuff in our future, but, you know, nothing we can't handle. And, you know, I think we just got to remember, you know, power to the people. You know, it's all about it's all about us as, um, you know, Americans and everyone else. uh, Looking uh, pray for us, man, because it's uh, (laughs) got some rocky roads up ahead, but. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's change the subject. I have something I need to admit to the people of this podcast. Oh. Uh, since we're breaking down all the walls and the fourth wall is completely gone, and we're breaking K Fab, can I say something? Sure. I I like anime and I like manga. All right. <laughs> I fucking that's right. That's right. I fucking said it. All right. And yeah. If any of you out there has a fucking problem with it, boom. Mm-hmm. And it's funny enough, it, my favorite, when we would record like an episode, you would get so pissed off about some like Attack on Titan reference. <laughs> like two days later, it's like we just like, you'll like send me something about it. I was like, oh, dude, this is like this fucking chapter is fucking nuts. dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like it. And then and and so let's for a second, let's talk about anime. Let's mm. talk about anime. Really? 
because I'm not going to do the whole uh, Tasker shut the fuck up thing. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, Tasker, let's talk about that show that you recommended to me that you just finished. Because uh, it's only, it just started. So there's only like four episodes out right now. Uh, My Dress Up Darling, which is the meme show where um everybody's showing all those clips with the uh, the girl in the bikini and stuff. The blonde one with like the, the red tips. And she's got like a manic smile, right? I've seen yes. stills of it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just stupid smut, but you know, Hey, I'm only a man. So I watched the first couple episodes and it's it's surprisingly wholesome. It actually, despite it's like shameless, like, you know, obvious, like, you know, coomer bait, it's, it ended up being, they ended up having quite an interesting like heart to it. Like, and the plot line actually got, cause I was just like, dude, this is a fucking manic pixie girl. Like shy kid is suddenly like the most popular and hottest girl in school is suddenly interested in him and dip, 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 but like yeah and yeah it still is that but like they make it interesting and they make it like watchable it's not like cringy you know mm-hmm. I'm, i was thinking about checking it out because because like i you know me like i will watch anime but i like to read mon- i like to read manga more than i like to watch anime i don't know why I think it's yeah. because like when I watch anime, you have to watch it because like you have to read the subtitles. But if you're reading a right. manga, you can like put it down whenever. Or, you know, I don't know. Whatever. You I go have, at your own. Yeah. You can go at your own pace, basically. I think maybe is that the case? Yes. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to check it out. It is on that website that I watch mo- that I read manga on, but I'll probably watch it uh, eventually. Dude, I got to tell you about this manga that I'm in the middle of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not for the faint of heart. It's fucking weird. It's called Dead Tube. Huh. Basically, there's a website where um, uploaders. I know I don't know what the full extent of it is, but uploaders of they make these videos, and uh, the goal is to get the most view counts. But like something happens if you don't. So whoever gets the least amount of view counts gets killed or something. I don't know. It's like uh. there's like crazy gore. Um, it's like weird, man. I'm not going to finish it. Cause it's like, uh, there's some questionable things in there that I, I see. Yeah. Classic anime questionable where you're like, this is probably illegal. I should just <laughs> maybe distance myself. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to finish it, but, um, I like gory stuff like that. I, so here's how I roll now that, now that people know the cat's out of the bag, Nick likes the, sometimes likes weeby shit. Here's what mm. I like. I either like really gory horror stuff. Um, yeah. or, I like shoujo and I like fucking, I love slice of life animes that were probably made for little girls and um, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's like my thing. It's just like, I like to be, I like to be transported into another world where there's no real conflicts. Um, people are just having a groovy time eating good yeah. food. And I just like that shit. Yeah. It's fun. It's easy. It's simple. It's silly. Um, it's just a nice, like, you know, it's nice to watch something that does, that isn't like super intense or action packed, but also too, it's nice when you do get something. Like I know uh, you're particular to Demon Slayer, if I recall. I dude, Demon Slayer was wicked. Yeah, which also too, uh, I know I've recommended it to you before, but like you really got to watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like it's on my watch list. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. It's dummy good. It's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. And it's all about like curses and horror. And like, it gets like really like eerie sometimes. And like the characters are just fucking awesome. And also you just finished uh, odd taxi, which was a surprisingly good, like out of nowhere show that kind of just happened out of, out of thin air. 
that was awesome. That was a really cool show to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Not going to spoil the ending for those who do want to watch it, but dude, that was awesome, man. Very well done. Yeah, just it was just a good show. It was like a really like it looked like it was just going to be some like a Gretzico kind of comedy, and it ended up being this like film noir mystery, and it was like super cool. Like, so yeah, uh, how do you feel getting that off your chest though? It feels good, man. It, after two years of trying of <laughs> to, to, of being somebody I'm not, it's nice to finally just like talk to the people as me. Like, uh, yeah. of course, I'm still exaggerating myself a bit, but it's still nice to talk to people as me of my interests and my opinions. And yeah, it's cool. I like telling yeah. people I still don't like fucking Attack on Titan, though. That's not a bit <laughs> like when you and when you, so, so Tasker and I have a, a, a mutual friend. We're all like a like a triple friend group. And this third friend, I don't know if he wants us to say her name, so I'm not going to say it. But yeah. um, like we'll play Destiny together and they'll stay both like attack on titan and i i missed the boat on that one you know what i mean so like <laughs> i just like as a joke i kind of like give them shit about it still so i still don't like attack on titan one piece i'll never wrap my mind around because like yeah the concept is cool but i have way behind missed the boat on that and there's like a three thousand episodes so <laughs> um hard pass and like i said i don't like that action type stuff i like like cozy I like cozy things that make you feel good. And, and and like Homes of Kyoto is a perfect example of the type of shit that I like. A little bit of mystery, but inconsequential at the end. Um, it's yeah. just a story about a dude who's really good at solving problems and deductive reasoning. And it's also a romance. That's it. All you need. And they just solve like really minuscule mysteries around their hometown in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, you know, we all have our genres. We all have our own. It's almost it's interesting that, too, it's like how they say uh, like a CEO who's always like in charge and is always powerful. They tend to actually be really submissive when it comes to their sex life because people tend to like, you know, the opposite of what they have to be, you know, and I would, I would consider yourself to be a pretty like, you know, um, what's the right word? Um I would say alpha, but then I feel like that'd be stroking your ego too much. But like, you know, you got, you got some pretty like Chad ish, like, you know, um, tendencies. Yeah. I, I'm tendencies. A, I try to be a masculine person, not because society's telling me to, but, but because that's how I feel comfortable. Yeah. Cause you, you could be, cause you could be a sick cunt if you want to. Yeah, dude. Uh, Z has <laughs> told us we could be a sick cunt and I took him up on it. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. And, yeah. but that all, but you're right. Maybe I like that kind of anime and manga because it's the opposite of what I do. Like, or what I yeah. like, um, you, yeah, just go ahead. It feels like, it feels like taking a break. It's a break from reality. That's all it is for me. And that's what it should be for most people, you know? And, um, like I'm also, I also watched this one not too long ago called now it's got a long name. I don't remember. It's something about like, I've been, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and now I'm at max level. I think that's what it's called. Oh and yeah, one of those like long ass name ones. Yeah, and it's literally just an isekai about like uh fucking this chick who kills slimes for 300 years every day and she's an OP like wizard now and it's awesome. Like that's the kind of mm-hmm. dumb shit that I like, you know. Yeah. And it's well it's like also it's like what the same reason why people watch looking like keeping up the Kardashians or something like that. Like yeah, it may be dumb shit, but that's kind of what we like about it. You know, that's kind of what's enjoyable about it is that it's dumb, it's silly, it's mindless. Nothing really crazy happens, but it's like the visuals are nice. It's a cool way to just think about something else. Like that's what I love about like just like that is you just get to just think about something else and you just get to kill a little time without having to like 
soak knuckle deep in your thoughts, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I feel kind of bad too. Cause my, my, my wife, she, uh, she watches those shows, right? Those reality shows with like the bickering bitches that just like yeah. drives me batty. It drives me up a wall, but you have to take a step back and be like, well, is it much better than me listening to fucking annoying anime chicks yelling all the time? Yeah. I don't think it's much better. <laughs> so I can't say anything. Right. With the titty physics and everything. Yeah, exactly. Both with the same size tits. And so I can't say anything, you know, everybody's yeah. got their own escape. Yep, exactly. And you know what? Trashy is not the worst, you know? Now, if trashy is all your personality is, okay, well then, you know, that's that's something you got to work on yourself. We don't really have an answer for that. That's kind of, you know, you got to figure that out in your own time. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's fun to take a break. Just kind of like, you know, thematically for this episode, you know, sometimes it's okay to just take a break. Sometimes it's okay to realize you don't have to be on top of your game 100% of the time. And then sometimes it's okay to just say, you know what? I I should be working but I'm not going to. And (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who are unable to do that, um, just keep on, keep pushing until that day comes. So things have a funny way of working out and things have a weird way of falling into place when they're supposed to. And like, uh, like, uh, my girlfriend, like a bunch of shit just kind of really worked out for her recently. And, um, it's been hell and a half up until that point happened, but in a weird way, it all just sort of, built up to this moment that you know put her exactly in a much better position so you know if you just give up hope and just fall into the spiral of of oblivion even if you're there you know sometimes you got to spiral for a bit but also too like you know someday it's not gonna last like you know like you always tell me nick every everything is temporary including um life everything everything and that's the only some of the times that's the only thing that gets me through is to remember it's easy to get caught up in the moment. It's super easy to get caught up in your anxieties, but yeah. you have to remember that things that cause your anxiety are temporary and that's it. Like, like for instance, that's something I needed to hear because I'm not going to lie. One of the biggest reasons that we're taking this hiatus is because um, some things happened. I have to work full-time and I'm doing over full-time school and it's just not feasible to like write outlines and do all this stuff anymore. But I needed to hear what Tasker just said because it's temporary. It's going to fucking suck. And like you, he, like he so eloquently put it, it's a spiral of the oblivion, which is true, Mm -hmm. but it will end eventually. And that's something I just need to get through. And so thanks, man. I needed to hear that. Yeah. I'll do happy to help and happy. And that's another beauty of the podcast is, you know, sometimes you answer questions. You didn't even know you had. Yeah. Cause you think, you know, what's funny is, people have a really, really good tendency of not following the advice they give. (laughs) Yep. Dude, that is, yep. Story of my life for sure. So like I always tell you it's temporary, but here I am always getting caught up in it. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I need it. Sometimes you got to hear it. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So yeah, if you're, you know, if you have some spare time out there, you're out here, you're listening to this, um, maybe having a rough go of things. Maybe things aren't like super great right now. Um, Start a podcast, you know, do a podcast for a couple of years and then d- take a hiatus and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll learn some things, you know, it's not like the podcast was like our ultimate, like, you know, everything we ever learned was from the show, but it certainly was a helpful conduit. And I think it was, um, overall this, it was a really great experience. And like you said, this could be, you know, we're going to come back in some way, shape or form, be it this show or something else. But, um, it's been fucking awesome, you know, having you guys listen and doing it every week. You know, we we went through a lot of shit to get these episodes out. 
but it was always worth it. We always loved hearing back from you guys. Uh, we always, it's always been fun uploading and like, you know, the back and forth, the donations, um, making Nick sing songs. Um, the, uh, uh, I honestly, I was particularly proud of the title, um, Nick's solo variety alien time show. I, I was very proud of that one. Yeah. It reminded me of like a, one of those Japanese game shows, like what I'd imagine <laughs> their title would be. That's totally like, I was kind of thinking like that with like an Eric Andre kind of spin and like, yeah, that was our usual, like how we would do like when one of us couldn't record and, and Hey dude, two years, we only missed one week, one week, dude. Mm-hmm. That's Not pretty, bad. that's pretty good. I'd say for a couple of hobbyists. Yeah. Folks just doing it just to do it. And yeah, we've been doing it out of our bedroom this whole time. And, um, we've done that you could have hit, you know, with like listen falls and technological malfunctions, trying to make things work like, you know, with like the webcam and all that. But, you know, I'd say I'm pretty damn happy with what we have. And for all y'all who are like just tuning in and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I finally got around to it. Well, we got, Oh man. Okay. So if every episode on average is, we'll say like hour 45, maybe on average. Right. So not counting kickback episodes. Um, let's see. As I get my phone out, I get like a, th- like 4,000 notifications keeping me from getting to the calculator. So let's see an hour 45. That is, we have almost 11,000 hours of content. Or no, 11,000 minutes. Sorry, that was my oh, bad. Oh, I was like, damn, bro, dude. There's like, a, let's see the time warp again, you know? It was like, yeah. <laughs> I went fast. No, that's, yeah, minutes. And uh, that amounts to 178 and a half hours of content. Yeah. So that's, uh, we we are, uh, <laughs> our entire podcast is like a, uh, it's like a couple, uh, it's like a big old week, week movie marathon or something like that. Yeah, so if you're just joining us, first off, I'm sorry that I broke the fourth wall and everything, and now you have to go back and listen to everything knowing all this. Um, but there's still things for you to listen to. And for those of you who have been listening to us this whole time, you know, you can go back and listen to this stuff every once in a while and just remember us if you want to. And like we said, we'll be back doing something. Maybe we'll do something a little bit more tuned to our actual interests, like uh, something that we can be not that we weren't passionate about it and not that we weren't interested in it, but something more grounded in reality, let's say. Like, uh, yeah. you know, we'll figure something out. Exactly. Because you know what? Podcasting is pretty fun. It's it just, is. you know, with how it was, it was a lot of work. And especially, like, I think back to, like, the uh, like the Dante's Inferno. Actually, you know what? That's a really – this is a good time to say uh, what would be your – if so if we have, you know, people who are tuning in just for the first time or are using this as a point to be like, okay, well, what are some episodes you are really proud of? Uh, I would say for me, it was the Satan series, the um, Dante's Inferno. And I think, uh, and the, um, not because it's a good episode, but the hyper reality episode was so fucking clutch, dude. I think I recorded it at like three in the morning because I had like a flight the next day and it was the only time I could do it. It was, and I, I pulled it off, man. I'm very, those three, I think are the, were my, uh, the best ones I think I did. I don't, I don't, I, I enjoyed those a lot. I don't know which ones I'm proud of. I, cause it's all blur. (laughs) Yeah. I remember you said you tend to forget what we talk about almost like immediately after. Yeah. 
It's all blurred. <laughs> I just, I, I had fun. It was fun because it was funny. There was a lot of funny things. There was yeah. a lot of like concepts and ideas that I made up that I thought was clever or funny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was particularly proud of the Men in Black series because that's one of the only that times good. that we used like an actual source for something and had a lot of information, which was cool. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was, I'd yeah. say it. And I also got to point out, I will always consider this, I think my favorite funny moment was um, where we actually had to cut like four minutes of me laughing. That was, um, I think it was episode 73, the Haunted Cursor Possessed Dolls. I think it was that, or maybe it was the, uh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was the, uh, the haunting one. Um, where, when was that? Holy shit. Um, there was like a haunting one of that. Uh, it was like that girl who just had like the really shitty life. But there was at one point where like you stutter, but like I think you were trying to say, and we, but it came off like Henry, Henry. And then you were just like, sorry, we got to do that again. Dude. I just, I sounded like a fucking retard <laughs> and I just not recover from that. It was one of, oh God, that just caught me so off guard. I like, see, those are the moments that make this really fun is when yeah. things don't go according to plan. Uh, and it's just like, great. It's funny. And it sucks that sometimes you guys couldn't hear that stuff because it, yeah. because we had to cut it for time's sake, you know, and, but for us, it was really fun. It was, it was totally, you know what? Also too, uh, I think how the moon landing was faked was a great episode and the infamous Hillary U.S. government notice to all personnel reviewing this audio. This audio is the confidential property of the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation. Do not replicate. Satan series, how that was the only file that ever got corrupted. Uh, yeah, the black magic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was legitimately unsettling. Like, that was, and just doing that when I knew you were going to do the spell thing. Like, I, and if you recall, I think I took off my headset when we recorded that because I was like, dude, I'm not fucking listening to this shit. I'm not going to get cursed over a goddamn episode. Yeah, you definitely did. I thought that was, shit was hilarious, man. <laughs> or uh, what is it when we started to do more clickbaity uh, titles like Top 10 Hoaxes Proven to Be Fake and it wasn't even a top 10? <laughs> <laughs> we just <laughs> threw it in there because we thought people would click on it. Oh, good times, man. Good times. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? The uh, I think the worst and also, too, with all with our bests. Um, let's see, because I, I also should see the, uh, the the best performing episode we ever had was. Uh, let me see. Waiting for the page to load. The most listens was interview with the reptilian, the Lacerda files with 875 listens. Holy crap. Our most. Yeah. That is our highest listened episode by far. Uh, number two is our first episode because a lot of people start in the beginning. So it's kind of like an unfair advantage. The Gundia McKay abduction. What a what a leap. And then third place is episode 61, the Galactic Federation of Light Part 1 with uh, 444 listens. Um, next is episode 84, Interview with the Reptilian 2, the final Lacerda Files with 415. And then... Not surprisingly, Nazi human experiment, because who the fuck doesn't like to hear about that? Yeah. Sick bastards. Yeah. And I think the uh, continually the uh, the golden Razzie of our worst episode ever, I think, has been the Kraken. Which is so unfair, man, because like I like that. (laughs) Well, let me see. Let me see, because I can't really count our recent episodes because like they're only just came out. But like the Kraken. uh, Let's see. Uh, it came out July. There's actually an episode that did worse. There's a couple. Uh, let's see. 
Nick's rant furries. <laughs> Fair. That that was our first solo episode. I, I And I expected maybe half of our listenership are fucking furries. I don't know. It was experimental. It was a like, you know, we were just trying to and also just the word furries. I mean, that's already kind of a detraction, you know. And something I need to talk about, too, is I know that. So we're dropping the veil on everything. And now I should really briefly mention furries. Yeah. Look, I don't hate them as much as I say I do on the podcast. They're an easy target. The jokes are easy. So, of (laughs) course, I played it up. I think people should be able to do what they want. I don't approve of it. I will still say that it's still weird and it's still something I will never understand. But if you feel the need to put on a fursuit and yiff and act like a dog or a lion or whatever, do it. You know what I mean? But leave me out of it. That's all I'm going to say. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Also, too, on top of our bottom performing episodes, uh, the Amherst Poltergeist, which uh, that was a good episode. I just think it was just a little underappreciated. But, um, you know, whatever. Let's see. I don't Oral think people the, like the ghost stuff. The ghost ep- yeah, the ghost episodes didn't really do super well. Um uh Historical Werewolves Part 2 did not do super well. Um Oral with the Boys did not do super well despite its amazing title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. No, actually uh cuz we can't really count Nick's rant as like a full episode. In terms of the worst performing full episode, I actually recant my statement. It is good luck, bad luck, and how to bend it. That episode always topped as the worst performer. (laughs) (laughs) I feel, yeah, that one was kind of like, we were definitely hung over after New Year's, and I feel like it showed. Yeah. But you know what I think we should do, and I think something that's important um, for this type of send-off episode is to talk about our top three cities of our listenership. And and I'm, I'm proud to announce that Columbus, Ohio is still in the lead. Yeah. So everybody who's in Columbus listening to this, since you guys are our number one, thank you for all your support. We appreciate it. Yeah. And they and they're up by like a wide margin. Like, yeah, our own like where we originally like LA, because uh and there's the announcement. Second place is Los Angeles, yeah. which is, you know, to be expected. Like uh I'm not gonna say where, but in that general South California area, that you know. That, that would be where we would be. But yeah, it's just funny that our own home state got second to another. <laughs> and in third place, literally the most surprising place I could picture is Amsterdam <laughs> for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Whatever, sure. man. We we'll appreciate it. it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's all you in Amsterdam that uh, gave us a listen and enjoyed us. Uh, hey, we appreciate it. Like, hell yeah. Like, that is a surprise. Yeah, I haven't looked at these in a, in a long time. And some also some special uh, mentions is uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, Chicago, Illinois, San Jose, California, and a couple in New York and Boston, of all people. Dude, yeah. So thank you for all your, everybody for your support. Um, many, many different places out there have given our podcast a try. We, we appreciate the, you know, the variety, the diversity yeah. of listeners. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Our lowest country is South America, <laughs> which uh, we, we rail on them pretty hard. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're too busy running drugs down there to listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, cut, North that. America's- I, cut that. I don't want to be killed by the cartel. Cut that. They will because they will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, North America, 80% of our listens to be expected. Europe, 13%. I love how we're doing this like like a stats. Like we just completed a level in like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, you know, we, it's been crazy that we, there's just been such a wide variety of people who got to listen and, um, you know, it's been really fun. It's been a really cool, like, you know, it's just been crazy to, you know, we, I think we even surprised ourselves a little bit. We did. We surprised ourselves because we did it for so long and we did it consistently. That's something I didn't think I had in me. So, Mm -hmm. yep. And here we are. So good shit. Uh, I would say cheers to us. Um, we also did this show completely, uh, sober the whole time. I I think. No, the leprechaun episodes, leprechaun ones. Only once though. Every other episode we were either hungover or sober. Yeah, basically. So (laughs) yeah, all great stuff. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. The schedule was nice, but you know, we got to step away for now and see what the future holds. But, um, cause yeah, we have to heavy, like, you know, take a break and we're not stepping away because the FBI is completely monitoring this and forcing us to be sentimental. And it's not like, you know, maybe count Chocula broke our cipher and got into all of our data and that maybe we need to lay low for a bit because that would be, that'd be a ridiculous reason to quit to, you know, walk away from the show. Yeah. We're definitely not renting out a log cabin in the middle of the woods to, to stay under the radar. And that would be weird. Oh yeah. We didn't totally just rig our entire, you know, podcasting setup to a, uh, a pay phone. So we could record it without being, you know, traced or something like that. And that we're not actively on the road. And then I'm somewhere in some gas station and who knows what state, uh, I, in that box, that box of Cracker Jacks. Yeah. I mean, Cracker Jacks, very specific. I like it, but no, me dude, like, uh, Definitely not in a log cabin right now. Yeah. Nope, not going to happen. So as you might expect, um, that Count Chocula episode, I know it's, it's we, we got really close. We got really, really close and it may or may not have gotten a little out of hand. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to do it, go our separate ways a little bit. We're going to, you know, recollect, you know, we're, and we're going to start a new Count Chocula. It's going to, it's coming soon though. It's going to happen. And don't you guys worry, like, you know, that it may happen in a way that you did not expect. It may happen in a way that's a little bit less um, public, but we're fighting for you. We're doing our best, you know, to get this, to get this taken care of. And there comes a point where the best duty you can have is just have faith that we're doing what we say we're going to do. That's right. And uh, when we do come back, no matter what it is. We'll let you all know, all of our listeners, our current listeners, the ones who've stuck with us, we'll let you know what it is. If so, if you feel like you want to listen to whatever that is, we'll let you know where to find it. Absolutely. So thank you all again for listening. Um, if you are on iTunes, I mean, hey, five-star rate and review, why not? You know, makes us look better. You know, when we look back on this fondly, you know, it'll like, you know, get, give us a little budgie. Uh, so feel free uh, if you're on Spotify. Um, like we said, uh, we, as of this episode at this posting, we will no longer be posting new episodes every single Wednesday, uh, for an unspecified period of time. But, um, I mean, if you want to click the follow button, so it just, it appears on your page more often, you know, for the algorithm, feel free. Our Instagram is at CEO TPK. Um, our YouTube is close encounters of the podcast kind where again, if, uh, our hosting drops, uh, that will be where you can find all of our episodes with, of course, obviously the ones that got banned are, won't be on there, but we're, we're looking into different options. Our Twitter is at CEO TPK one. Um, I don't know if we're going to be using that anymore. Um, or our TikTok CEO at CEO TPK Facebook is going to stay online. The close encounters of the podcast kind, um, mostly just for like announcements or like what we say of whatever our next project might be. We'll post there. Uh, you can email us at CEO one at gmail.com. 
um, depending on where we go with the angle. Um, that email might become defunct over time. We're not sure, um, but for now, it's still there, and I'll still we'll still check it. Discord.gg slash lowercase b, number six, capital C, capital T, number five, capital M, capital X. As we said, the Discord is going to stay open, and uh, feel free to talk to us, say whatever you want to say. Let us know what you're feeling, what you're thinking. It's the easiest way to get a hold of us, and we will also be updating, you know, of like where we end up or what we do there. Uh, coffee, ko-fi.com slash CEOTPK. Um, I mean, you can donate, but like at this point, like there's, there's not really much of a benefit. I mean, like we said, the hosting might, I mean, we're not going to stop you, but like, you know, I'm telling you right now, it's, uh, hold on to that cash. I mean, spend it on you because you, the viewer deserve it. And for listening to us, uh, you deserve that $5 for yourself. So think of it as us donating your own $5 to you. Yeah, for putting up with us for two years. And also, that will keep you alive. You know, if you, let's say you spend that five bucks on like a burger or something, it'll keep you alive for when we do come back with maybe a show about sex and you can start listening to that. And then maybe you can donate to that show. Yeah. Who knows? So hold on to it. Exactly. But to everybody out there, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been super fun. Um, I've learned, I've gotten a lot better at talking on a microphone, and I've gotten a lot better at talking for long periods of time. Um, will that help me in my life career? Who knows? But I guess we'll see. But um, again, we uh, hats off to all you guys. Cheers to y'all. Be safe. Be careful. We hope World War Three doesn't happen. Um, and um, you know, just take care. And um, it's been a pleasure. Yep. Love every single one of you guys. Thank you for your support, and hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. All right? Exactly. So, for one final go. Look, whether you think that <laughs> whether you think that anime is trash or not, <laughs> the truth is out there. You know, just simply put, it's not. And then just end episode. <laughs> <laughs>